Hi there family, good morning and welcome to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I would like to thank you for taking your time to listen to the word of God this morning. And if indeed you are joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. In this family, we are on a journey of growth daily through the word of God and and through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So before we start, we'd like to call upon God and ask God to help us understand the word of God this morning. And we're just going to call upon him so that he may speak a word that he is an opportune word, a word that we have been waiting for. Heavenly Father, glorious God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love and mercies that are endured forever. We thank you, God, for we are blessed beyond measure to be alive. We do not take it lightly that we are alive, O God. We glorify your name. Father, we come before your throne of grace this morning, asking that, my God, you may speak to us. Father, I decrease that you may come and increase in this podcast, and I disappear that you may come and appear. Father, give me the time of an orator. Speak to your people your word of God to speak to people your word that you have placed in my heart in the name of Jesus Christ we pray with thanksgiving Holy Spirit flow and flow mightily in the name of Jesus Christ we pray with thanksgiving amen 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 today I'm going to talk about something very interesting we're going to talk about the difference between conviction and condemnation yes the difference between conviction and and condemnation or the difference between condemnation and conviction amen when we look at the dictionary definition of condemnation condemnation basically means to disapprove amen to disapprove something or someone amen so when the word of God tells us that there is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, it basically means that there is no disapproval for those that are in Christ Jesus. I want you to catch this revelation by the Spirit of God. There is therefore no disapproval for those that are in Christ Jesus. Condemnation is disapproval, right? What does this mean? This means that there is nothing that you are not approved to have. As long as you are in Christ Jesus, you are approved for every godly blessing. As long as you are in Christ Jesus, you are approved for every godly uh, 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 upgrade. Everything that you ever wanted, you are approved for because no one condemns you from having that. Amen. The Bible tells us there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Disapproval doesn't mean only in things that pertain to blessings and uh, uh, things that pertain to, uh, you know, the blessings, the upgrades in life, the, the grace, the, the things that are supposed to come to you that are rightfully yours. No, it also goes to the extent of you condemning yourself. There is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you one lucky, one one interesting, not lucky, but one interesting fact that I learned. Right? Condemnation or disapproval can only come from someone who is of high authority. If you are looking for a job and you've put your CV, right? When you put your CV you have to be approved to get a job offer so that they give you an offer letter, right? That approval comes from a person that has got a certain authority to give you the job. Now, the word of God tells us that when you are in Christ, no one has the right to condemn you. 
Because Christ himself doesn't condemn you. Christ himself, who is the king of kings, is the highest authority in heaven and earth, does not condemn you. So no one has the right to condemn you. Amen? Even yourself. If Christ doesn't condemn you, who are you to condemn yourself? Who are you to condemn yourself? Amen? You don't even have the, the right to condemn yourself because Christ doesn't condemn you. Right, moving on to what we're actually talking about today, the difference between condemnation and, and conviction. Condemnation is disapproval, which means it is it is an element that disapproves you or stops you from getting to a certain stage. Amen. Many people, when they do something or they make a mistake, the first, first, first line of emotion you feel is self-condemnation. That comes from a place of self-blame. When you're blaming yourself, you're condemning yourself, saying that you do not have the right to stand before Christ because you did one, two, three, four, five things. So in other words, we're saying condemnation, when you are being condemned in your spirit and in your, in your soul, you are actually in a position whereby the devil is actually pushing you away from God. Condemnation pushes you away from Christ. It makes you to feel like you are not fit to stand before God. You're not fit to pray. You're not fit to, to even speak his word because you have sinned, because you've done one, two, three things. It doesn't put you in an atmosphere where you feel like you are welcomed. When you have self-condemnation, you feel most of the times that you are not worthy. And there is only one person that can only speak such things, and that is the devil. The devil is the one that tells you that you are not worthy to do this. You can't even stand before God. You are filthy rag. You are you you are not worthy to become a minister of God because you sing and done one, two, three, four, five things. You are in the place there where you are being disapproved. And the way the devil does it is that he whispers these doors into your ears, and then you start to say them to yourself. So you now you are now condemning yourself. Hence, it is called self-condemnation. But conviction is different. Amen? We're going to go to the book of Second um, Corinthians. That Second Corinthians, I think the first chapter is 7 and the first is 10. It says, For godly sorrows, sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be uh, repented of, but the sorrow of death and of, of, of the world that will get death. Let me read it properly this time. Pardon me for that. It says, For godly sorrow produces repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world will get death. Right. Many other versions also say, uh, God, uh, says, Godly conviction produces repentance. This godly sorrow is conviction. Conviction does not come by the devil, it comes by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God does not condemn you, He convicts you. Why? He makes you to understand that where you are, what you have done, you have missed your way. But rather, since you have also missed your way, He is welcoming you back so that you can make things right. Conviction is that element of the Holy Spirit in us that causes us to understand that we have done something wrong not in a way that we're doing something we've done something wrong we're being condemned we're not found worthy but conviction itself why it leads to repentance is that it draws you closer to the holy spirit and not further away condemnation 
drives you further away. You don't even feel like you're even worthy to even call the Holy Spirit and say, help me. Because you feel like you've grieved the Holy Spirit. You're a very terrible person. But when you have godly conviction, conviction, it leads to repentance because it drives you closer to the Holy Spirit. You find yourself now going, Holy Spirit, please, I'm sorry, I did not hear your voice when you said I should not do one, two, three things. It leads you to a place where you run to the Father. Godly conviction leads to repentance because it leads you to the place where you're finding yourself vulnerable and you run to the Father. Condemnation causes you to see your vulnerability as a mess, as something that is detestable before God and God doesn't want you, which is wrong. Amen. But conviction will make you to realize, yes, you are a mess. That's why you should run to God. Yes, you did this. Yes, you did this and that. Yes, you disobeyed God. And this, you should have not done what you did. But God doesn't condemn you. He wants you back. It draws you closer to God. And when you have godly sorrow, which is conviction, you find yourself seeking the face of the Lord more and saying, Lord, rather than thinking and saying that I'm not worthy, I'm, I'm just bad, I'm, I'm just a mess, God, I, I, I don't deserve to be before you. You now start to say, God, help me overcome this because I'm trying by my strength and it's not working out. Help me, help me. It leads you closer to God. So with that being said, many people have gone through conviction and condemnation. Conviction comes from the Holy Spirit, condemnation comes from the devil. Amen. Today, I want you to analyze. Because when you now have the knowledge about what conviction is and condemnation is, it's very easy to silence the devil. What God has given us today is a tool to silence the devil. Amen. Whenever you hear the voice that condemns you, you now have the right to say, I silence you because there is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. If my Jesus doesn't condemn me, who are you to condemn me? You didn't make me someone that disapproves something is someone of a higher authority over that thing. You are not a higher authority over me. As a matter of fact, you are underneath my feet. So you do not have a right to condemn me. That's what this this word is giving us. That's the authority that this word is giving us. It's making us to understand that when we hear voices of condemnation, we can silence them. And when you feel convicted, in your heart and in your spirit. The easiest way for me to say this is that, or in simpler terms, when you do something you feel really bad, that is, and you feel when you notice it comes to a realization that what you did was really, really bad, that there is conviction. Run to the Father. Say, God, forgive me. Show me mercy. Help me to work my character in this area because I do not want to do this ever again. Amen. So today we know the difference between conviction and condemnation. I hope you are blessed by today's word. Please be a blessing and share out this podcast to someone else who doesn't hear this. Let us spread the word of God to each and every single person around the world. I love you children, of course, they are under the shadow of the Almighty and have a blessed and glorious week. This is from heaven.